0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. <laughs> Listen, if there's one thing that I hate, one thing in the entire world that I hate more than anything else, it's Mo Harkless. But after Mo Harkless, it's Joe Cronin. Me and all the homies and the rest of Heat Nation, we all hate Joe Cronin. I hate Joe Cronin so much that back in the summer, I even wrote an entire Joe Cronin diss track. Yes, like a whole diss track rap about the guy Joe Cronin, the ugliest bald-headed bum on the earth. If y'all missed it, I will be replaying it at the end of this video. So make sure that y'all stick around. And now I'm hyped because the Mime Heat are 3-0 and 0 on this West Coast road trip. But I do got to stay a little quiet because it's 1230 a.m. My girl's sleeping in the bedroom. That's why I'm out here. So we're going to keep it a little tame, although I am very hyped. But anyways, leave a like and subscribe for your boy because we out here at almost 1 a.m. doing this for y'all Heat Nation, cause we hype. Uh, And also the likes and subscriptions does mean a lot because I got dreams of doing this full time one day and I see the percentages. Most of y'all watching this ain't subscribed. So just hit the button, it's free and you mean a lot. But anyways, enough with the shameless promo. Let's get straight into the game. Now there is a few things to note before I get into the box score here. Uh, I wanna note, let me pull up my notes here. One, you got Let's Go Heat Chance to end the game and if y'all haven't been staying up for these late games or or maybe shutting the last few heat games off early because the heat have been running away with the last few there has been let's go heat chance in almost every single arena you saw it all the way in California last night in Sacramento, who has one of the most passionate fan bases. You saw it in Portland, who is geographically, ge- geographically, geography. Anyways, the farthest geographical distance away from Miami. You got Let's Go Heat Chance there. So shout out to Heat Nation, man. They are repping strong. And it just goes to show on a nightly basis how whenever the national media says that Heat fans don't exist or Heat fans aren't real, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. But that's not news. I think we all know that by now. Uh, We also got that going into the game, Terry Rozier finally returned after his what looked to be a very scary knee injury before the all-star break. So in total, he ends up missing about two weeks, but only a couple games. So really not that bad. He did get straight into the starting lineup tonight, which I found interesting because DeLon Wright played so well the previous game. But we'll kind of get into how those guys performed. But the other interesting thing with the starting lineup is Miami went back to Nikola Jovic. So Spo earlier in the season kind of gave Jovic a short leash. He wasn't great in the last game that he started prior to his suspension last game. So I, w- I did like to see that Spo was going back to Jovich because that means that he has his trust now. Jovic could lose Spoh's trust pretty quick but I do think Jovic was pretty decent tonight and I think that'll kind of be the starting lineup going forward once Tyler Hero comes back he'll obviously start at the two spot next to uh next to Terry Rozier now this was the Heat's 31st starting lineup this season tied for the most starting lineups in franchise history so we know the record isn't great it's not exactly where they want to be But, hey, they've had a lot of injuries just like they did last year. And you see, with the number of starting lineups, it's obviously hard to win consistently when you don't have consistent lineups. Not that I'm making excuses like that bum Doc Rivers. We talked about that in yesterday's video because, as Spolster says, we have enough. But you just start to see, just like last year, when this team starts to get healthy, that's when they start winning games. And obviously, if they're not even truly healthy yet. They were still missing Tyler Hero. But that's the sign of a good team. When you're this deep, that no matter who's out there, you can go into into cities on the road on the other side of the country and get the job done. And I don't like the scoreboard watch because the Heat got to take care of their own business. But because some of the teams ahead of them lost, I know Philly lost. I think Indiana might have lost. The Miami Heat are now fifth. So they've jumped all the way up to fifth in the Eastern Conference. But again, that's irrelevant because for all we know, that he could win the next five or lose the next five and everything's completely different. So that's why I don't like scoreboard watching. But let's go ahead and get into the box score a little bit and talk about kind of everyone that we saw tonight. So Jimmy Butler, 22 points, nine assists, four steals, two blocks. My God. Welcome back, Jimmy Butler. I was excited to see him because we saw he had the little watch party last, uh, last or yesterday, I guess with Jovich and Thomas Bryant, and we knew Jimmy was going to be hyped to come back, because the way he was chirping, saying uh, when he got ejected from the Pelicans game, he was saying, "Y'all know what time it is." So we knew that Jimmy was getting uh, ready and anxious to play. Now that first quarter, we didn't see it. I guess I should mention the Heat were down like 15 in the first quarter. Jimmy only took like one shot maybe, but he was ultra aggressive in that second quarter. The Heat cut it to 10 at halftime, which if you watch that game, the Heat played like dog water. So it'd only be down by 10, I think we all thought, as a win, and then in that third quarter, That's kind of when Jimmy Butler took over. Nikola Jovic took over. We could talk about Jovi for a minute. The man finished with eight points and two rebounds. He shot three of five, two of four from three. Both of those, I think all his points actually were in the fourth quarter. He's a guy that really started to push that run because he pushed the pace. It was evident as ever. Obviously, Terry Rozier picked up a little bit too. He had an amazing lob to Jovic. That's where Jovic got his other buckets in that third quarter. But the heat kind of got up by eight to ten or so, and never really looked back now. The fourth quarter wasn't out of reach. I think the game might have even been tied at some point or early on in the fourth quarter. But the team was playing very, very well. They essentially erased that double-digit double, dif- double digit deficit immediately. And the third quarter had phenomenal ball movement. And back to Jimmy Butler, he was just looking crazy. I mean, this one dunk he had, you could tell his knees looked like they were under him. And that's not something you could always say about Jimmy Butler. So when he's doing things like that, you know, it's evident as ever that the guy is feeling well. We talked about Jimmy, we talked about Yovich. Bam didn't shoot too much tonight, only nine shots, 13 rebounds, uh, or 13 points, nine rebounds. But defensively, he was incredible. Only had one block on the night and no steals, but he's another guy that helped that game turn around for the Miami Heat in the third quarter. He was everywhere. But as I say pretty much every video now, what can be said about Bam at a bow that hasn't already been said? You know he's the best defender in the league. I know he's the best defender in the league. Will he get his credit from the national media and the award voters? No. But when you watch these Heat games night in and night out, it's truly, truly impressive how sensational he is on that side of the ball. Locking up Jeremy Grant and rotating outside on the perimeter, just helping off of every—he's literally guarding 40-plus feet every possession. It's amazing. And I know we say that a lot every video, but I don't want to take for granted how amazing he was in the defensive end. And that continued tonight. Rounding out the starting lineup, you had Duncan Robinson, who was terrible last game. So, you know, your boy smashed the over on the anonymous player probably betting that doesn't sponsor me. So I will not say their name. And Duncan Robinson easily hit the over. He was at like 13 and a half points. He finished with 17 four six shooting from three. So you'd love to see Duncan Robinson get his swagger back because he's continuing what's to be a really really nice season now we all know if you've been a fan of the channel i kind of want him to keep his spot in the starting lineup i don't oh i know he won't we know spo's gonna start tyler back but we'll wait to judge that once we get some more sample size of how tyler and terry rosier look together because we didn't get a ton of wrong or we didn't get like a ton of game film on those two together and what we did get wasn't great but I'm willing to give that duo some more time before I start to really get mad at Spolster for benching Duncan Robinson because when Duncan is starting his efficiency is like all-time great um but anyways, let's move on to the bench. Hame Jaquez obviously was the savior. I think the player of the game yesterday versus the Kings. Tonight only had seven points and four assists, but hit a big three late. I think his defense was pretty solid as always. And we know that when he or, or when he's not starting or Jimmy Butler's playing, he won't get a big as big a role offensively, but he just needs to finish when he does get those chances. Only two of five tonight's. But I still think that's one thing this Heat team will try to find a better balance of. Because when Jimmy's playing, you can't have... I, I don't think they can have Hamey Hawkins only take five shots. I, I think he's too talented an offensive player to only get five shots. I know you can say that about a lot of guys on this team. And you got a lot of mouths to feed. But we have see when Hamey is starred what he is capable of. I personally believe that he is good enough to get closer to... 10 ish shots a game, close to 10 shots a game, which I know he has. This is, I don't want to base his whole, you know, roll off of tonight. Usually takes more than five shots, but just something to keep an eye on going forward. I don't want to see him kind of get shoved back into that bench roll where once Jimmy came back, I know it, it coincided with a groin injury for Hame. But his role kind of got diminished a little too small for me. And I kind of would like to see that get a little bit bigger. Uh, and then Kayla Martin was also fine tonight. Uh, eight points for him. And you love what Delon writes. And Kevin Love did in their minutes, just like they did yesterday. Made the most of the minutes. Uh, nothing truly, truly stood out there. Uh, but they had fine games as well. But anyways, overall, 3-0 on this road trip. They do play the Denver Nuggets in a couple days in Denver. A game they will not win. I will be very clear about that. This Heat team never wins in Denver. They won game two in the NBA finals last year somehow. But outside of that, I can't remember them ever winning a game in Denver, uh, except that one time like that Norris Cole had a good game or something like that. So that's how long ago we're talking a decade plus now. That being said, uh, if the Miami Heat do win in Denver and finish out a sensational 4-0 road trip, feel free to comment down below in this video and tell me that I was a dumbass and wrong and a hater. Uh, And that's what I get for not believing in the Miami Heat. But anyways, overall, just genuinely super happy. You're guaranteed a winning road trip. And I think that is all you can ask for as a Heat fan or or at least be very, very happy about that. Anyways, that's all I got to say for this video. Make sure to like and subscribe and let's go ahead and roll that Joe Cronin diss track. Peace out. This one goes out to Joe Cronin. He is an ugly bald-headed hoe who don't know shit Won't pick up the phone so I'll tell you how it's going First off, get your head out your ass And if you think you keepin' dame, ha ha ha, I'ma laugh It was a couple years back, he said he's loyal for life But you're a liar, he's tired and in his back is your knife You think he winning and swindling with the heat you got for fetish, you always end in defeat If you lord of the flies, then Pat is lord of the fleas But you still think you Woody with Andy down at your feet You haven't heard, Andy Ellisburg will not be deferred You like Burb, haven't said a word, phone on, don't disturb You absurd, Portland kicks you to the curb It's deserved for finishing third When the three-team trade for dame confirmed Pat take his nuts, dragging balls on your face Kamehamehameha, kiss is here to stay You give us dame, but we also keeping yo bitch And if Pat wanted to, he also would take yo bitch Slip back his hair, that's something you cannot do and then pipe your girl in his Armani suit. The next day, she'll beg for Pat back and he will not show up. He went ball deep left, just like he tungled by Loa. Cronin, I'm candid, I'll tell you I can see your future is grim like in Billy and Mandy. If you do dang dirty like Dirty Dan Sandy, who's sleeping like Pat, now I'll pass it to Andy. I got a problem with you, here's the matter, dude. I'm kinda mad at you, I'm mad at you because your attitude is getting rather rude. Your gratitude to Dame cause you never made it, seems better. His two longest tenure teammates are Harkless and Myers Leonard who are bums. Yes, Heat fans know that they both suck. Tell me, Joe Cronin, what is it you want? You said now is winning time, but you won all the picks. I wish you'd make up your mind instead of making me sick <elim> do, Where the hell you at, Joe? Where you at? Where the hell you at, Joe? Where you at? Where the hell you at, Joe? Where you at? Where the hell you at, Joe? Where you at? Where the hell you at, Joe? Where the hell you at? Where the hell you at, Joe? Where the hell you at? Where the hell you at, Joe? Where the hell you at? Where you at, Joe? Where the are you at, man? This song sucks. I mean, this guy gotta get a life, bro. I mean, what is he?